There's an interesting give and take between Kla Yisrael and the Rabbi Nishalaylam and the Navi Zechariah. The Navi Zechariah tells us in Parag Zayin that in the fourth year of the Yavish HaMelech, um, the Kla Yisrael sent a message to ask the Kehanim and the Neviim as follows. They wanted to know if they should cry in the fifth month, meaning in the month of Av, the question is, should this continue the way I've done for many years? So, the Klai Yisrael had a question. The Beis Hamikdash had been rebuilt. Second Beis Hamikdash had been rebuilt. And their question was, that we've fasted and we've cried for many years now for Chorban Bayis Rishon. We fasted at Shivasar Batamas, or that actually probably it's a Machlaikas, but Pashad was the ninth of Tamas, the first base Hamikdash. Um, the ninth of Tamas was Hufkoir. We said in the Slichas today, the Slichas at Shivasar Bashani, so it's a right to that one. So Pashtas in the first base Hamikdash, the ninth of Tamas was when the city was breached. The second base Hamikdash was Shivasar. So they fasted the Tanesim. And now the second base Hamikdash was rebuilt, and Kla Yisrael had a question. And they had this question, what do they do with the fast days? Do they continue to fast or not? So the Navi right away doesn't give an answer. This is in Parak Zion. A few Navuas later in Parak Ches. In Parak Ches, and it's interesting, a lot of what I'm going to say today is from my Rebbe Sefer, Yibon Amigdash of Brev, the Zechrein So in the Sefer he doesn't write this, but I have written into my Sefer that in a Shir in Tafshin Ayin, he said the reason why Hashem didn't answer right away was because Kala Yisrael only asked about the Gashmias. Do we have to fast? They didn't ask, do we have to continue to do tshuva? Do we have to continue to daven? They didn't ask that. So since they didn't ask on Ruchnias, there was a little delay on the answer to the question. But the answer came in Parakhes, Pasuk Yates, says the Navi, all these fast days, should be for Kla Yisrael, So the Navi, the Rabbi Nisham gave an answer to Kla Yisrael that these fast days of Tzayim Haravi, of Tammuz, Tzayim HaChamishi, of Av, Tzayim HaShvi, of Tzayim Gedalia, so in the second base HaMikdosh HaKadosh Baruch Hu said that those days we fasted through Golis Bavel, in the second base HaMikdosh were actually Yomim Toivim. They were Yomim Toivim for Kla Yisrael. So now the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah has a problem with this Pasuk. And the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah asks, I don't understand. If Hashem, and this is the way the Beis Yosef explains the question, if Hashem is telling them that these days are no longer fast days, they're Yomim Taivim, so why does the Pasuk call it Tsoim Haravi, Tsoim HaChamishi? should say, the Chaydesh Haravi, Chaydesh HaChamishi. Why does it call, the Gemara says it calls it a fast day, and it calls it a day of Simcha, and Mayadim Taivim. So which one is it? So the Gemara says, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu was leaving things a little open. Bizman shalom. When the Beis Hamikdash is around, it's going to be a day of sasin and simcha. 
Chas v'shalom yesh gzeres hamalchus, says the Gemara, if there's going to be decrees or there's going to be another churban or something that's going to go on, Rashi says, when there's no base hamigdash and there's gzeres shmad chas v'shalom, then tzayim. There's an obligation to fast. So if there's a base hamigdash, it's a holiday. If we're in a ter- time of terrible gzeres, there's an obligation to fast. Says the Gemara, what happens if you're in the middle? There's no Shalai, meaning there's no Beis HaMikdash. And it's also, we're in Galus, but you don't have any specific terrible decrees against us. Says the Gemara, Ratzu Mitzanim, Ratzu Ein Mitzanim. So it depends what you want to do. If Klaiso wants to fast, there's an option of fasting. If Klaiso doesn't want to fast, they don't have to fast. And the Rishonim say that now, that now, um, Klai Yisrael, since we're in Galus, Klai Yisrael took it upon themselves that in Galus we are Reitze, we want, and the Minig is, and not a Minig like, you know, this is my Minig or not my Minig, Minig of Klai Yisrael means it became an obligation in Shulchan Aruch, a Minig to fast, a person has to fast on these, on these days, and that's the Lashon of the Shulchan Aruch, therefore, these are, these are fast days. Now the Gemara says the only exception is Tishabov. Tishabov is not optional. Even in the optional part of the Gemara, Tishabov, the Gemara eventually says, the base Hamigdash was destroyed. First base Hamigdash, second base Hamigdash. That always remains a fast no matter what's happening in Klai Yisrael. Not if there's a base Hamigdash, but once we're in Galus, it's not optional. The other three fasts are optional. However, Klai Yisrael accepted on ourselves these, these fasts. Now, there's a very interesting gra in Shulchan Aruch and this halacha that Klai Yisrael fasts on these days. Because if you look in Shulchan Aruch, Shulchan Aruch says that even though, even though Klai Yisrael accepted on ourselves these days as Tanesim, however, they're not the same as Tishabav is. As we know on Tishabav, you have the five Inuyim. You, know, you, have to, you can't eat, you can't drink, that's the same. Then the Rechitza, and then there's Sicha, Rechitza uh, and Sicha, and Niel Sasandal and Tash Shamita. So you have the five Inuyim. So those and, and, and the other three fasts are not Asr, only Achila and Shtia. The, the, the Dinim of Rechitza, and the Dinim of Sicha, and the Dinim of Niel Sasandal, those don't apply on the other days of the fasts. And another difference between Tishabav and the other fasts is that Tishabav starts at night, and these only start in the morning. Now, <clears throat> now, where does this come from? Where does this come from? So the Grub brings a Ramban that says, really, mitakonas haneviyim, that when the Neviyim decided that we are going to fast these days, and when did the, again, when did these fasts begin? They began in Galus Bavel. Alpi Novi. We fasted in Bavel for the Chorban Bayis Rishon. In Chorban Bayis Rishon, when you made a fast day, there's only one way to make a fast day. It looks exactly like Tishabov. Everything's Aser. There's no middle grounds like we have. So Kala Yisrael, through Golis Bavel, when they fasted on Shivasar Bita, on Testamos, on Asar Beteves, on Tzayim Gedalia, the fast started the night before. There was these surim, all these surim that we have on Tishabov. They looked exactly like Tishabov. Because called the Tikkun Nevi'im Ke'en Dairaisa Tikkun. Number one, Yom Kippur has these Inuyim. And when they made Tishabov, and when they made all the Tanesim, they were all the same. 
All the same. There is no difference. Now, why is it? That's the Ramban says Beferish. So, Frek the Gra, what happened to us? <laughs> we don't have it like that. We don't have that the three Tainasim are the same as Tishabov. So, the Gra tells us because there's a Gemara. The Gemara in Megillah tells us, Rebbe Rochatz Bikroina Shal Tzipayri B'Shivaser B'Tamuz. Rebbe decided to get up on Shivaser B'Tamuz and he went to the bathhouse in public in front of everyone. Ubikesh Lakar Tishabov. He wanted, even wanted to get rid of Tishabov. But Rashi said, but Tishabov, Chazal weren't maskim. Shail over there, if he meant Tishabov, or only Tishabov when it's a nitcha, there's a Taisvis there. But he wanted to make things kal. But Shivasar Batamas, that he went and he was Reichitz. Reichitz? What do you mean? That's one of the five he knew him. You know, I'll be Reichitz. So Rebbe came up with some type of new idea here that Shivasar Batamas, one could be Reichitz, one could bait. Says the Gra, what's going on? Till Rebbe's days, every Tainus looked exactly like Tishabov. Rebbe was mechadesh that the other Tainasim are not the same. Why? Says the Gra. Because in his days, there was a little lessening. Klai Yisrael got a little bit of a respite from the Tzoros. Just like it's Yadua and Shas, as we'll see in a moment, and the Ga'inim write this specifically. Therefore, he was Rochatz Bikraina Shal to show that he's making kulas, leniencies, in the three Tainasim. Rabbi went publicly to the bathhouse and he bathed. Uvikesh lakar gam tishabov me'elu hachumras. The way the Gra learns, he didn't want to get rid of tishabov. Of course, he can't get rid of tishabov. Meant to say he wanted to downgrade tishabov too to a tightness like we have. Start in the morning and then just have achila and shtia. That the chachamim said is too much. Tishabov we're not allowing, but the rest of the tainesim that the chachamim agreed to him, and that is the reason why bismanazeh our tainesim are taka different than tishabov. Now, how do we know? So the Gemara Mbava Metziah tells us, and there's a big Rashi and Lama Gimel Amad Beis over there. Rashi says that that, in, that three generations before Rebbe's days, there were the Tamidim of Shamei Vehillel, and there was a lot of Machloikis in Torah. The Torah became like two separate Torahs. You had the world of Shamei and the world of Hillel. Says Rashi, why? Because we were full of tsaris. It was very hard to Yisrael to get together. Learning Torah was difficult. To get everyone to come together and to be able to come to Allah Psuka, there were too many gzeris. If you have to argue with someone, you have to come to Maskana, everybody has to be able to hear the other tzad. You have to be able to learn like a mensch. They couldn't. There was so much tears, there was so many gzeras on them, it was too hard for them, says Rashi. And therefore, what was going on here was, Shammai and Hillel, there were two tyrants in Klai Yisrael. Ad Yomov Shorebi. Says Rashi, until Rabbi's days, Shakodish Baruchu Nasan Lechain Beene Antoninus Malachroimi. As we know, Antoninus and Rabbi were very good friends. And Antoninus, Hakodish Baruchu gave the chain of Rabbi and Klai Yisrael in the eyes of Antoninus. Venachu Meitzara. And in the days of Antoninus, it was Nachu Meitzara. So we had a 
respite from the Tsaris. At that point, that's when Rebbe got together, and Rebbe was an extremely, extremely, extremely wealthy fellow, and he got everyone in Kalal Yisrael together, and he made a convention, and he brought all the Talmidim, and until those days, there were no such thing as Masechta, as Rashi tells us. Every Talmud, he heard from his Rebbe something, he would... You know, he would just learn it, he would write it down, he would give some type of simon, this is a halacha, b'shem someone. And when they all got together, they all said over all the Torah that they heard and all the Torah that they knew, and they argued it out, and they decided to put Mesechtas together, Divrei Nezikin Levadam, Yevamas Levadam, Kodshim Levadam, and then Rebbe decided which Mishnayis he's going to put anonymously, Stam Mishnah, because that's who he's going to paskin like them. That is a very long Rashi over there explains what's, what happened in the, in the days of Rebbe. So we see that in the days of Rebbe, Nachi Yisrael Mehatzaris. In the days of Rebbe, there was a respite from the Tzaris. Now, now, and this the Gra says, you see from Gainim as well, the Rav Shira Gain, Rav Nisim Gain, they all talk about that in the days of Rebbe, the Tzaris that had been going on, there was now a Yeshua from those from those Tzaris. Now, we have to understand something. When the Navi told us that in the Zman Beis Hamikdash Kayim, the days of the fast days are Yomim Taivim, that wasn't just a Rishus, or it wasn't just a promise. It was a Halacha. There's a Halacha. They go into the days of, you see, Beferish in the Gemara, they go into the days of Megillus Tainus. Megillus Tainus, the Gemara tells us there were certain days that we had salvations, you're not allowed to fast on those days, you're not allowed to say Hespedim on those days. And the Gemara talks about Gimel Tishrei. Gimel Tishrei. And the Gemara says, Gimel Tishrei, why is it a day of Megillus Tainus? Why is it a happy day? So the Gemara brings a reason there. Gemara, what do you need any fancy reasons for? This is Saim Gedalia. And Saim Gedalia in the days of the Beis HaMikdash is a Yantif. So finish, it's a Yantif. So you see clearly from the Gemara that these days were actually Yomim Taivim. So the question that we have to ask is as follows. I could understand that in the second Beis HaMikdash you don't fast anymore. You don't fast. You fasted because there was a Chorban. You don't fast. But why is it a Yontif? Why is Saim Gedalia Yontif? Why is Shivasar Batam is a Yontif? Why is Asar Batavis a Yontif? The Navi should have told us, listen, you had a question, should you fast? Should I fast? Should I cry? No, you don't. It's no, not necessary anymore. Basically, this should be built. Why is it Why does a fast day turn into a Yontif? And, to continue what we said before, we know Rebbe downgraded the Tanesim. What was Rebbe doing? Manavshach. If it's, a, if it's not a fa- no need for the fast day anymore, so finish, be mevatel the whole thing. You see, you make a yantifadi, you mevatel it, stam downgrade it, fast, fast, but downgrade? Like, what did Rebbe want from, from what's going on here? So the answer to that is very simple. What is the purpose of a fast day? The purpose of a fast day, the Rambam tells us in Hilchas Tainus is that the days that Klai Yisrael fast for the Tzaras they had should be to be awakened Klai Yisrael to do Tshuva. We have to remember what brought us here. 
What brought us to the Tzaras that we have? It's our forefathers, Maizim, and we're continuing them. The point of a fast day is to remember why we're here. What caused us to get here? Averis caused us, to, caused us to get here. We did things incorrectly that Kaddish Baruch Hu got angry and caused us to get here. And, therefore, the point of a fast day is to remember what happened and to improve. And to do tshuva, to be ma'ayur ourselves to tshuva, v'isvadu esavoynam esavoynavoysam. Not only what we've done, but what we've continued from our forefathers. Continues the Rambam. Continues the Rambam. That when Kalah Yisrael fasts on a tainus, it teaches us and it reminds us that nothing happens to Kalah Yisrael b'mikra al-piyatava. There's no such thing as normal. It just happens to be. Other nations, they have their ups and they have their downs. That's the Teva. They have the times that they're in the top of the world and then they're gone. Ups and downs. But Klai Yisrael is not like that. The Ramban tells us the end of Parshas Boi, that everything that happens to Klai Yisrael ain't Boi Mikro Viteva. It's Kuloi Neis. There's no such thing with Klai Yisrael as Teva. So if our tsaris are just teva like every other nation in the world, what do we have to have remembrances for? What do we have a tainus for? It? What's the point? It just is. That's, that's just the way of the world. There's ups and there's downs, and you follow them, and that's it. But when we come to a tainus, and we remind ourselves that there was a cause to this tsara, and that is that we did something wrong that caused the tsara, that reminds us that there's no such thing as teva for Kla Yisrael. Our Averis caused this. And if our Averis caused this, that should awaken us to do tshuva. When we're awakened to tshuva and we remember that we caused this, that in itself will bring the ge'ula. That's what will bring the ge'ula waking up to tshuva, waking up and realizing that there's nothing tevadik. Adaraba, we caused the Averis and, we're gonna, and, the, and the tzara and we're going to cause the ge'ula itself. So if you think about it now, what happened in Galus Bavel? In Galus Bavel, Klai Yisrael had Tanesim for Beis Hamikdash to remind themselves that we destroyed the Beis Hamikdash. It's our Averis that destroyed the Beis Hamikdash. What happens now that a Beis Hamikdash is rebuilt? What happened? Things just changed. Things don't just change. We change things. Our fast dates, our tshuva brought the Geula. That's what the Rambam tells us. That when we do tshuva, it brings the gula. Is that not a cause for a yantif? That's a cause for a yantif. To remember, this day is the day we fasted and did tshuva and we brought the Beis Hamikdash back. So therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes along, Klai Yisrael says, we don't know what to do. We've been fasting for 70 years. Ha'evke, should we continue? HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes along and says... Not only should you not fast, it should be day of simcha, of sasin, of mayadim toivim. It becomes a bona fide yontif. What do you celebrate on that yontif? You celebrate that we on this day brought back the Beis Hamikdash. Our Averis brought the Churban, and that's why we fasted on every one of those days. That on this day, today, the city was breached, that's because of us. The city was surrounded, lay siege, asar it's because of us. Tisha B'Av was destroyed, it was because of us. 
but comes along a new base Hamikdash is rebuilt. That means to say the day that we brought the Churman is the day that we Klau Yisrael throughout these 70 years of Galus, we brought about the Geula. That's a time for celebration. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, that's a day of Mayadim Taivim L'sasim L'simcha. That's a day when a person has to celebrate. And that's why in the second base, HaMikdosh, these days were Mamish Yavim Taivim. Tishavah was a Yantif. Tammuz was a Yantif. Asar B'Tavis, he was Yisrael Taivim. Because these days were days of Chizuk and Emuna. When you celebrate the realization and the recognition of the Ramban, that whatever happens to us is because of our actions. Aim by mikro teva. That's the greatest simcha. When you recognize we brought the churban of today and we brought the geula of today, that becomes the greatest yanta for Kla Yisrael. And that's why Hakadosh Baruch Hu told Kla Yisrael in times of second base hamigdash, it's a yanta. Comes along, their second base hamigdash is destroyed. So now the Gemara darshins the pasuk and darshins the pasuk that says, "What do you do now?" So if there's a Gzairah Shmad, so you have no choice, you have to fast. The Tzaras are here again. The Tzaras are here. If the Beis Hamikdash is around, it's a Yantif. What if you're in the middle? You don't have one or the other. Ratzu Misanin, Ratzu Ein Misanin. So as we see in the days of Rebbe, days of Rebbe, they were fasting on these days. And they were fasting with all the Chumras of Tishabov. Why? Because that's the only thing that existed. As we said before, no one ever heard of any other type of fast day. There was one type of fast day. Yom Kippur, Tisha B'Av, and they all looked the same. All of a sudden, Rebbe wakes up and says, you know what? We're going to downgrade the fast. We have to fast. Why do we have to fast? Well, there's no Gula yet. There's no third base Amigdash. We can't make a Yantif out of it. We can't do nothing. We have to fast. But I want to downgrade it. Why did Rebbe downgrade it? Manavshach. Either it's all or nothing. The answer is, Rebbe wanted to teach us an unbelievable Yusayid. And that it's not true. It's not all or nothing. The Geula comes in Madragas. And we mentioned this a while back in the Shir Hashirim Shir as well, because the Grand Shir Hashirim, in, towards the middle of Parak Beis, by Gulas Mitzrayim, says this numerous times. Things go in Madragas. It's not all or nothing. You do a partial tshuva, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives a partial Geula. In Mitzrayim, in Mitzrayim, the, the Makkas went for 12 months. That's a Mishnah in, in, uh, in Edges. Question, big Machlaik is Rishayim how to figure out 10 Makkas in 12 months. That's a Gishayla how to do it. But that's what it says. Now, that means the Makkas started, let's say, Pesach time, a year before the Gula. The Gemara tells us, the Gemara Masech to Rosh Hashanah, that Rosh Hashanah batlu shibur me'abiseinu b'mitzrayim. And Rosh Hashanah, six months into the Makkas, six months before the Geula, all of a sudden, Para wakes up one day, no more Shibud. There's no Medrash that says what happened that day. Nothing. What happened? What happened, Rosh Hashanah? See, you know, if it's Rosh Hashanah, you give good Rosh Hashanah Taira. It was a new din, it was a new this, it was that. But says the Gra, you know what happened on that day? Kalal Yisrael, who had been watching what was going on with the Makkas, had come to a level of Tshuva belief. In their hearts, they had done Tshuva on all the Averis, Avaydazara, the things that they had done. Were they ready yet to do tshuva b'maisa, an action? Shech the carbon Pesach? They weren't holding there yet. It's going to take another six months till they get there. But it's not all or nothing. To get out of Mitzrayim, you need an action. It's going to take another six months to do an action. Shech the carbon Pesach? I'll take you out of Mitzrayim. Tshuva b'leiv? That's the first madrega. That's a level. 
So since they did tshuva belayv, says the Grah, Nasan belayboy shall paroy to hakel meashibud. That he put it in the hearts of Paroi to be Mekel, but Lashibur Meabiseinu. There's Madragas, there's levels. It's not all or nothing when it comes to the Gula. And the Rambam and Hilchas, um, the Rambam and Hilchas Tshuva tells us this that when a person dedicates himself to Torah, even when things are hard, what HaKadosh Baruch Hu does, he reacts and makes it easier for the person. And he makes it easier for the person to be able to, to, to learn Torah. That's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu does. It's not all or nothing. So Rebbe came along and he said, look what was going on. We were in a Shmad, where we had no choice here. Miss Anin, we had to fast. Right? It was full of tsaras, Rashi told us in Bava Metziah. Klai Yisrael had a hard time getting halacha psuka. But Klai Yisrael was learning. They were dedicating themselves to learning. They were trying their best. What happened? Mimei Rebbe Nachu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu put it in the heart of Antoninus to say, you know what? We're not going to make it as hard for Klai Yisrael. Rebbe wanted to teach Klai Yisrael, look, it's not all or nothing. So what did he do? He said, I'm going to take the Tainesim of Shivasar Betamuz, which used to be a full-fledged Tainus. Why was it a full-fledged Tainus? Because we were in full-fledged Golos and Saras. But look, we did a little bit of Tshuva. How do we know we did a little bit of Tshuva? Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu made the Tsaras go away a little bit. It has to be. Again, there's no Mikra or Teva. It's all what we do affects HaKadosh Baruch Hu's response to us. So Rebbe said to celebrate or to commemorate or to remember that look, it's not all or nothing. We're going to downgrade the Tanesim. It's, not, it's still going to be a Tainus. We're not out of this yet. Can't make a Yantiv yet till there's a Binyan Bayish Lishi. It's not all or nothing. And therefore Rebbe, because as the Groh says, because things had gotten better, Rebbe said, we're going to make this now. Every other Tainus besides Tishabov is going to be downgraded to start in the morning. And the Iker Iser is only Achilo Shtia. Everything else will be types of Minhagim and things like that. But there's no Halacha. They're not with the Chumras of Tishabov. And that's what Rebbe wanted to tell us. There's step by step. The Geula is not all or nothing. And that's why when we commemorate a Shevaser Betamos, not only remembering, like the Rambam says, the Averis that brought us to the Tzarev today, that we're continuing the Averis of our forefathers, but we have to realize, we could say to ourselves, how are we going to do this? It's all or nothing. If it hasn't been done till now, how are we going to do it? If the Grah didn't bring Mashiach, from Kivega didn't bring Mashiach, the Rishonim didn't bring Mashiach, so I'm going to bring Mashiach, we're going to bring Mashiach, the answer is it's not all or nothing. Everything is stages, step by step. They brought us closer and closer, and we're going to continue. And everything we invest in davening and doing tshuva and understanding the chataim that brought about the geula, that's going to bring the geula closer. And that's why Shivasar Betamuz and the other Tainesim, Rebbe downgraded them. And that's something we have to remember b'chlal when it comes to Ruchnius. Ruchnius, it's never all or nothing. In anything, in any part of Ruchnius, in learning Torah and doing tshuva, in anything, in any improvement, there's no such thing as all or nothing. Every step is Nitzchiyas, and every step that we make brings a reaction from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We'll end with a Maisa. The Maisa happened as follows. There was a Maisa with a fellow who was in Brazil. There seems to be some type of um, hospital in Brazil that has a, um, 
some type of uh, expertise in certain heart issues. This fellow was once in the airport. He lived in Brazil, and he was in the airport, and he noticed that Yishal Miyid, long beard and payas there, and he turns to him, who, who are you? He says, I just came right to Israel. My son needs a surgery, young, a young boy needs a surgery here. And uh, he says, okay, where are you staying? He says, I'll tell you the truth. They told us in Israel, get on a plane to Brazil, and here we are. He says, okay, you'll stay by me. No problem. He says, um, let me ask you a question. Like, do you have the funds for the surgery? So I'll tell you the truth. I got a couple thousand dollars together on my way out. I figure I'll get the hate. So when I get here, I'll handle with the hospital. We'll figure out what to do. He's like, oh, you're in trouble. Over here, they don't handle anything. $150,000 a check in the bank or nothing, or you could go home. Okay. He says, all right, what are we going to do? He takes him home. This, they go, try to get some money. They have a little, bit, a little bit of money. Finally, the guy tells him, the host says, listen, your son needs the surgery. I'm not a very wealthy man. I have some savings. I'll lend you $150,000. Have the surgery. When the surgery is over, you'll go around collecting and you figure out a way to pay me back. I could, you know, I could handle that for a little bit. Kitzer, so they have the surgery. Fine, now comes time to pay back the chayv. The guy starts going around. He said that before the surgery, he probably would have gotten more money. Once the surgery was over, now it's to pay back a bill. He wasn't making the same amount. He wasn't, he wasn't coming up with too much. Kids said this fellow, the host felt very bad for him. And finally he told him and said, listen, you know what? It's Bashar, the whole thing. Banisham wants you to have the money. Give me whatever you have and the rest, l'chaim l'shalom, I'm Michael l'chaim to you, about $100,000 or something like that. You could have it. And so he goes home to Israel and he's, a few years later, this host, Rahman al-Atzlan, his daughter, got leukemia. And, uh, and she had treatments and things. She recovered. She recovered. She couldn't find the shidduch. She was a great girl. She couldn't find the shidduch. She had a medical history. He didn't know what to do with himself. Mama's a top girl. He flew to Eretz Yisrael. He went to the Kaisel and he just let it all out there, crying his eyes out. You healed her. Now find her a shidduch. What, what's going on over here? After an hour or so, crying his eyes out, he leaves the Kaisel and he's going back to the Arab quarter, to the uh, Shuk, to the Arab Shuk, and he feels like tap on his, uh, on his shoulder. The guy spins him around, and he sees the guy looks a little familiar. Long beard, payas. He says, do you remember me? He says, of course, oh, they, oh, he's the guy. He's the guy whose son was sick. He, he was Michael him the $100,000. They hug each other, all excited. And he says to him, what's, what's going on? I see your mom is like, your eyes are red. He says... You know, I have a daughter. She's mom is a great girl, but she has a medical history. She can't find the shidduch. Says, you know, I have the same problem. I have a son who you saved, right? With a hundred thousand dollars, he also has a medical history. Can't find the shidduch. He's top bacher. Says, oh, you know, we know each other a little bit. <laughs> so they made the shidduch. They made the shidduch. But think about it for a second. Let's slow down in this mitzvah. Think about it. If he would have known that when he gave him a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. He wasn't just giving him $150,000. He was creating for himself Einiklach, right? Because if this boy's not saved, this boy doesn't marry his daughter, and they don't have, he doesn't have grandchildren. His daughter doesn't have a husband. I mean, Apidar Chateva. He was investing in his own family. He was investing in his own Einiklach when he gave the $150,000. Would it have been so hard for him to do? People spend $150,000 on a shidduch, right? It's not, maybe not in our circles, but there's such a concept, right? <laughs> Eventually, I, you know. 
After a while, it becomes 150,000 hours. But people spend it. It's not unheard of. You know, you get the chaitzah if that's going to be the shidduch. If he would have known that, it wouldn't have been such a hard thing. But he didn't know it. But what was he ultimately doing? He was investing in his own future. He got to see the chasana as $150,000. But not every person, when you give $18, when you give $20, you give any money to anyone. When you do a chesed for yourself, you do a chesed for someone else. You're investing in somebody's chasana. You're investing in Klal Yisrael's chasana. When we do tshuva, we do any type of improvement in ruchnias, it's an investment in a chasana for Klai Yisrael, the chasana of Binyan Beis Hamikdash. Will we be zoichet to see it and see all of our ma'asim taivim? Halavai, we should see them all. Halavai, we should see it pikarav. But we should always know that no matter what we're doing, we're investing in ourselves and we're investing in Kalal Yisrael. It's one step closer to that chasana with Mashiach Tzidkenu coming. That's what we're doing. It's not all or nothing. Everything we do is an investment in our own future. And that's the lesson of Shivasar Batamas. That when we fast, as the title of this year was, fast, a rebuilding through fasting. When we fast and we remember and we do tshuva and we say Avinu Malkeinu and we say Aneinu and we think about the next three weeks, our Bein Amitzarm, our days of improvement, we're investing in the Ruchnius of Kla Yisrael. And it's not all or nothing. Every Madrega of every person brings us a drop closer to that day than when Be'ez Hashem we should be zaychet to see already this year. We weren't zaychet today. We said numerous times in the slichas l'sasan l'simcha. But there's still time. The tishabav could be a day of sasan and simcha mayadim taivim, and we are the ones who are going to bring it. And that's why we're going to celebrate. We should be zaychet to see Mashiach to kainim hervi amenu amen. amen.